What's up, listener? Thanks for pressing play today. In today's episode of Nerd Nostalgia, you're going to find me, Irvin, doing a solo episode and bringing you some nerd news of the month. In this episode, we will be talking about all the people who have signed on to different movies, different castings, of course, all the awesome, awesome trailers that have recently dropped. My Padawans, y'all know the drill. Please head over to Apple Podcasts, drop that five-star, tell your friends, family, and coworkers about us. Help us grow this audience. Before we get started, here is a quick ad from a podcast that we have partnered with, crossed over with, and just a couple great guys. Check it out. Let's get nerdy, everybody. I'm Chris. And I'm Dave, and together we are the Nerd Byword, your podcast guide through the nerd multiverse. Our podcast takes deep dives into all sorts of nerdy content. We talk about comic books, video games, movies, TV, and pop culture. Want to know about the latest nerdy news? We've got you covered. Want to get recommendations about new or obscure media that will fill your nerdy heart with happiness? You've come to the right place. And in our Nerd Big Talk segment, we go deep as we take on some of the biggest questions in nerddom. All that and exclusive interviews with heavy hitters in the nerd world. Join us on the Nerd Byword wherever you get your podcasts at nerdbyword.com. Stay well and stay nerdy. Welcome back, welcome back, all my nerds, geeks, dorks, all of you awesome, awesome nostalgites. Welcome back to another episode of Nerd Nostalgia Podcast. I am your main host today, Irvin, bringing you the nerd news, like I mentioned before in the short summary clip. Today we are going to cover a range of things, and without further ado, let's jump into it without summarizing the summary, right? Number one on the agenda, I think, is something that is pretty cool. We've seen a lot of Batman flutter. We've seen a lot of DC stuff going on. We think, personally, I think, the era of DC is upon us. Start looking at DC. I think they're going to make some moves. The Suicide Squad debuted and that movie was freaking awesome. I digress though. So speaking of DC here, we have Jeffrey Dean Morgan and Lauren Cohen want to play Flashpoint Batman and Joker in DC. They could totally do a spin-off version and do evil characters and alternate universes and that would be dope AF. They could do an origin story of Owlman and see how he becomes a villain. They could do a origin story of Ultraman and see how he creates the crime syndicate and that would be dope. DC, listen to me. I'm telling you, you do these things. You create all those while you're simultaneously doing your Val Zod movie, while you're doing your Calvin Ellis stuff, while you're creating different Justice Leagues and you create a crisis on Infinite Earths, a final crisis, a death metal like super event then you could combine all of it and you would absolutely destroy it and people would love it. Just my humble opinion. I'm just a podcaster that has been, you know, loving nerd stuff for all of his life. And so it's my passion, but I digress. I think Jeffrey Dean Morgan and Lauren Cohen, I think would absolutely destroy it. We do get a glimpse of them. I believe in Batman versus Superman, wherever we see Ben Affleck's origin story, that's where we would have seen them portraying Thomas Wayne and Martha Wayne. (laughs) I had to do it that way. Speaking of Batfleck and Flashpoint, we have a little more news on that. So new photos actually leaked from the Flash movie showing the Batfleck suit. This was a while ago when they showed the bike So we know he's going to be in it. We don't know how long his scenes are, but we do know that he's in. He's also back in Batman shape, which I think is awesome because I think we could totally still get one or two movies from him. 
with Deathstroke, with something, something, and it would be absolutely awesome. Moving on with some more nerd news here, we are switching gears, we're switching over to the Predator franchise. So there is an upcoming Predator film that is about three quarters of the way done filming. At this point, it might even be done. Probably not. It's only been a month. The Predator movie will be called Skull and will feature a female hero in an all-new origin story. Now, I personally, you know, Predator 1, Predator 2, the classics, right? Predators, I actually enjoyed and I thought is an underrated film. Then the most recent one, The Predator, I want to say, was just okay. I didn't care for it. I think Olivia Munn kind of uh, tainted that one. And I love her, by the way. Tainted that with whatever bullshit she was slinging and talking about and just kind of brought, I think, the viewership down for that movie. And I, I thought it was just overall okay. It wasn't anything great. But I thought that Predators, the one after one and two, was actually a solid movie and is, again, uh, underrated. So that's pretty cool that the movie's about three quarters of the way done. Um, you know, I'm a fan of the Predator franchise. I, I like the franchise more than I do the Aliens one. So I'm a little bit biased on that front. Um, and to be honest, this really flew under my radar. I wasn't aware that this was even in production or was even being talked about. So I love those little uh, little mini surprises that I get every once in a while since I'm always on the wire, you know, trying to figure out what is happening and what's going on and keeping my pulse on the nerddom, on the nerd universe. Downshifting, switching gears into Disney, we have an official debut date for The Hawkeye Show. So Disney Plus has officially announced a release date for the Hawkeye show that's going to be debuting on the Disney Plus platform. It's set to release November 24th. I'm super pumped for this. Hawkeye is a character that I think is a little underrated. And, you know, you have Haley Steinfeld that's going to be taking up the mantle. She'll be playing and portraying young Kate Bishop. And so I'm, uh, I'm excited for this. Fun fact... The first thing that we ever posted on our Instagram was a picture of Haley Steinfeld and Kate Bishop together because at the time, this was a rumor, this was like two years ago, maybe longer, that she was being pursued for this role. So I love that it finally came to fruition whenever it was officially cast. I, I love it. And so every time I see it, it just takes me back to that very first post. So love it. You got to love it. You got you to gotta love those things. It's the little things, you know? Keeping it in the Marvel Universe here, let's talk about Venom. Let There Be Carnage. They had a trailer drop come out on August 2nd. And I'm not going to lie to you. It looks pretty dope. It looks significantly better than the first one, which I wasn't necessarily a fan of. I thought it was okay. I didn't think it was bad. I didn't think it was good. It's just kind of right in the middle there. I would never compare it to any Marvel film. I think it would sit at the lowest end of most Marvel films. But a lot of people liked it. A lot of fans of Venom, which they are out there, are always on board with Venom. So I think that's why it did do so well. But the second film looks a lot better than the first one, just based off of this trailer alone. And of course, you have Woody Harrelson, which is just a phenomenal actor, and he should absolutely crush this role. So I'm excited to see this classic showdown between Carnage and Venom. And of course, if they did a Spider-Man cameo, the world would absolutely lose their mind over that. Now, the only issue, and since we're on the topic of Venom, I figured that we could actually go ahead and discuss what happened, that the trailer is now set to debut three weeks after its initial release date, 
because of the new Delta variant, because people are afraid of going and because the movie theaters, or not the movie theaters, because the box office, the studios want to make sure that the box office results are worth their time and worth them debuting it at the right moment. So they are actually pushing back Venom, Let There Be Carnage to October 15th, which is three weeks after its original September uh, debut date. And to be honest, I'm okay with that. I, I'm not mad at it. I, I totally understand. I really want people to head back to the movie theaters. Every time I go, it's it's relatively empty. So a bit sad because I grew up in the movie theaters. It was my favorite pastime. That's typically what I was doing on a Friday with my friends. We were either at the movie theaters or we were at the mall, right? which I don't understand why we loved going to the mall. We would literally walk for hours just walking around, doing nothing, talking, goofing off, I guess, but uh, just doing dumb kid stuff. But the movie theater was definitely my favorite place to to be and do when I was growing up. So it saddens me to see that it's uh, so empty and that things are shifting and people really want to to watch things at home. I think I think the movie theater industry needs to evolve a little bit and make it a worthwhile pastime because it's a it's a great pastime it's a wonderful pastime and a perfect segue into our next topic of conversation here amazon a streaming platform something that people want to watch at home right we have a glimpse of basically amazon showed us a sneak peek of their upcoming project for the lord of the rings it's an exclusive show that's gonna debut on amazon exclusively so pretty excited for this it's set to release on 9-2-2022. So we are about a full year away from that. I'm pumped about it. The show should be epic, especially since they pumped $465 million, making it the most expensive show to date, outpacing Game of Thrones. And a little another factoid, they also have signed for multiple seasons. So they're really investing in it. I think it's going to be epic. I don't think they're just going to let something just pop up. So, very excited for this show. I think with the ending of Game of Thrones, number one, sucking, absolutely hot garbage ending, but with the void that Game of Thrones left in people's hearts and in the way people are viewing their shows, just, you know, I think this could be something that fills that void because as long as they don't do over magic stuff, I think they'll be fine. If they introduce the orcs and the elves a little bit later, I think people will get down with that a little bit better than if there was just, you know, pure magic and everything. That's the number one reason I remember telling people to watch Game of Thrones. They were like, nah, man, I'm not into that, uh, into that kind of stuff. I'm not into that kind of stuff. And then slowly but surely they all converted and they were like, dude, you were right. And I was like, yeah, of course, bro. I told you. But me loving the magic and elves and dwarves and orcs, I'm all about it. So give it to me, baby. Give it to me, Amazon. Let's see what uh, what you got brewing for us. And as we continue to talk about streaming, let's talk about the streaming wars and specifically Netflix, the OG, the number one. They have recently released a teaser for the Cobra Kai show that's going to end up being season four. So they're bringing back the infamous event from the original movie, the All-Valley Karate Championship. They also announced a release date, which is going to be December of this year. So Netflix coming in with the heat with their super popular Cobra Kai Season 4, which I love the fact that this show got picked up by Netflix because it was originally on YouTube or it was like a streaming show, something like that, like epics or I don't know, something small and then end up getting picked up by Netflix. 
if you're an 80s baby, if you're a 90s baby, this is going to be something right up your alley. If you're a young blood, if you're a Gen Zer and you're listening to our podcast, number one, thank you so much. Hashtag awesome. Number two, go check the show out. It's it's going to be awesome. It'll it'll show you some of the 80s and 90s without diving too deep into it. And it'll likely show you what your parents or big brother or big sister are into. Or rather were, are, is, I don't know, whatever. So yeah, that's uh, that's something exciting that's going to be debuting here coming at the end of the year. Again, continuing on with the Netflix, we have a confirmation that Netflix has casted their leads for the live-action Avatar show. So originally this started off as a rumor. There was kind of a leak. We have Netflix that basically reportedly cast the main characters for the live-action show, right? Avatar The Last Airbender. So you had Gordon Cormier as Aang, Kiawanin Tilo Tarbell as Katara, Ian Ousley as Sokka, and Dallas Liu as Zuko. So the only other person that we are missing is obviously going to be Momo and Appa. No, just kidding, just kidding. Those are uh, those are the flying bison and the uh, monkey? Monkey of some kind? I don't know what it was. The only other main character that we're missing is Toph from the Avatar crew or Team Avatar as Sokka used to like it. If you've actually never watched Avatar The Last Airbender, I highly recommend it. It is a wonderful, it's a, it's a great kid's show, number one, but an adult can watch it. It actually gets more grown up as time progresses. So I would highly recommend that you watch this show. It's one of my favorites for sure. Now, it's technically not an anime, but it's based off of anime culture, style, and cartoons, right? So it's it's an American cartoon because it was produced by us, but it's based off of anime. So go in knowing that. I think it's a perfect introduction for kids into anime. If you're an anime father, mother, and your kids aren't about it, this would be a great introduction for it. It could be an easy transition into some other shows. I'm getting really good at these segues, guys, and leading from one news piece to the next. So, our next piece of news is going to be, and this is a direct quote from Variety, AT&T has officially divested Crunchyroll, closing the sale of the anime business to Sony's Funimation Group, bringing together two erstwhile competitors under the Sony umbrella. So basically, summing that up, it's Funimation has bought out Crunchyroll, which is freaking cool. The streaming wars have another contender with these two combining, and the surge in anime popularity, it makes it a smart move on the behalf of Sony. I think anime is the future. You're already starting to get some live action shows, something that I wasn't originally planning to report on and didn't. It just completely skipped, and I just didn't feel like backtracking while everybody else had already reported on, is a live-action Cowboy Bebop. It's set to debut November 22nd. Don't quote me on that, but I'm almost positive it's November 22nd, but it should be in November for sure on Netflix, which Cowboy Bebop is a huge anime. It's what started it for a lot of folks. That and Akira are going to be two of the shows that you know anime lovers absolutely can relate to, and you know that's where they started. So... The fact that a live action is going to be happening is pretty awesome. So the era of anime is here. I'm also hoping that video game movies are going to be making a huge jump into the spotlight as well. And it only makes sense that with the streaming wars that people are looking for IP. So where do you go? You look to anime. 
You look to video games, baby. You know, it can't all be superhero stuff. And because I watch all of this stuff, I'm 1000% on board. Oh, did I mention video game movies just recently? Well, let me tell you about a little upcoming casting that we have, which is Idris Elba has officially been cast for the voice of Knuckles in Sonic the Hedgehog 2 movie that should be debuting. Now, that is not the voice I would have picked, and I'm curious if they're going to keep his British accent or if they're going to switch it up. He's got a deeper, raspier voice, so I think it, it'll it'll go. I was thinking something a little bit younger, but you know, whatever. It's 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 fine. It's great. It's Idris Elba. Who doesn't love us? Idris, Idris, whatever. Whoever, Mr. Elba, great, great picking. He is uh, hot right now. He just crushed it on Bloodsport in. He just crushed it as Bloodsport in the Suicide Squad movie, which I personally rated an eight point five out of ten. Uh, It sits at the top three DC movies in the last decade. I'd be curious to know what Brian and Trey actually thought about that movie. So I know they are very anti-DC. So as a DC fanboy, I was very surprised with it, but didn't review it, was planning on on meeting up with them and doing it. So hopefully we'll be able to get that uh, trio review to you guys sometime soon. Now switching gears a little bit here, I thought this was uh, an interesting piece of news You have something on HBO Max. We haven't really talked about that today, right? So according to The Hollywood Reporter, HBO and Warner Media and AMC have agreed to a deal that would see a return of an exclusive 45-day theatrical release window in 2022. So my thoughts on that, I think, you know, to make the movies and going to movies and people wanting to see them, you have to go back to the theaters. The budgets have to be worth it in the end for the studios with how popular the suicide squad movie was but how poorly it did in the box office just shows you that the exclusives on streaming services need to be adjusted i think a hybrid model like 45 days should be the middle ground so i'm curious to know what you guys think are you anti the movie theaters uh do you prefer watching it at home do you want it you know i'm curious I'm curious, do you go to the movies for some? Do you stay at home for others? And what separates those for you two? And continuing on about different streaming platforms, we have the debut of Disney Plus's What If series, where they're kind of introducing the multiverse and different aspects of it as they prepare for the new movies that are going to be coming out, like Spider-Man, which we'll talk about here at the end. That's going to be our closing one. But... They're introducing the multiverse, and so they are two episodes in as of today. The third episode will be debuting tomorrow. We sadly will not be able to talk about that here today because we haven't seen it, right? And hasn't come out yet. But the first two were were pretty good. Number one was pretty good. It was Captain Carter. So had Peggy Carter become Captain America. And then you had the one that touched our hearts. What if T'Challa was Star-Lord? And so that was a pretty good one. You know, it was actually Chadwick Boseman's Rest in Peace. It was his voice. It was technically his last performance as a actor. And uh, it was wonderful. At the very end, you know, they, they made a tribute to him. So very heart-touching, very heartfelt, and, you know, hits you in the feels. It was, it was a good episode. I preferred that one over the first one, even though the first one was pretty good. And again, you know, may Chadwick Boseman rest in peace, rest in power. Uh, Wakanda forever. And yes, I did do the the uh, X on, on my chest there. Another piece of news from Disney is 
photo leaks. Say what? So you may or may not know this, and I'm sure you do because you're a super nerd like me. Oscar Isaac is set to play Moon Knight in the upcoming Disney Plus show. However, we have a little photo leak. Go over to our social media page on Instagram, nerd.nostalgia. We post different things. We talk about different stuff. We put memes, reviews, all kinds of jazz up there. So make sure you go follow us. But you can actually go see the photo leak of what... uh, his costume's going to look like. And I have to say, it looks pretty freaking dope, man. Looks really, really good. So go check it out. Nerd.nostalgia on the old Instagram. So moving forward, continuing on with Disney, they are taking charge right now. We have have already commented and posted in the past that Cruella prequel is getting a sequel. So the one that was starring Emma Stone did so well that it's going to get a sequel. We knew that. However, what we didn't know was Emma Stone officially signed on, and it wasn't until recently in August, about a week ago, that she actually signed on officially. So we have her coming back, and she crushed that role, so I'm super excited that Disney Plus was able to create that deal with them. Moving forward with the same conversation, except Marvel now, We have Anthony Mackie is set to reprise his role as Captain America. So according to Deadline, Anthony Mackie, a.k.a. Irvin's spirit animal, that dude's awesome. He has officially signed on for Captain America for reprising his role as Captain America. Now, we knew that would happen, but this was official, you know, a signing of the contract. So I think that's a big deal because sometimes things don't work out. You know, look at ScarJo. ScarJo is suing Disney right now for monies. So I totally understand. And Disney actually cut all ties with Scarlett Johansson. So not surprising, you know, when you're going after (laughs) Disney, you had to realize that any any projects were going to be severed 1000%. But that did leave a little room for DC to be like, what's up, ScarJo? So they actually reached out to her and are in talks for her reprising a role. My personal thought, and this is based off of other superheroes and actors, and what they do is they become the they start off with a good guy as the superhero, and then they switch over into a villain role. You see it time and time again. So I personally think that they are pursuing her for a Poison Ivy role, which would be wonderful next to Margot Robbie's Harley Quinn. All right, downshifting back into Disney here, we have news about the Obi-Wan Kenobi show. So Obi-Wan Kenobi has officially finished filming. So the six-episode series will release on Disney Plus sometime in 2022. No official date has been released, but the fact that it is in post now and they are editing it, Ah, just makes me so excited. I love Ewan McGregor as Obi-Wan Kenobi. He was one of the best things from the prequels, which in my opinion are garbage, but less garbage than the sequels now, right? So it goes OG trilogy, prequels, and then the new garbage. So maybe if they make some new stuff, maybe I'll think that the new garbage is not as bad garbage, but I digress. So, continuing on, talking about outer space here, we have a trailer drop. What? What? 
a hot fire trailer drop for the Eternals. So it finally dropped. And the first one was the teaser was just like, meh, didn't really excite me. This one has me pumped up. And within the first, I don't know, 10, 15 seconds of the trailer, they answer why the Eternals never messed with the Thanos snap, never helped you know, the Avengers and and all that kind of stuff. So I think that's awesome that they answered that because that means they're keeping their pulse on what the geeks are talking about, what we're all talking about. So a lot of memes originally debuted whenever they first released that trailer. They're like, oh, you know, just them not paying attention, just not giving one zero, one F, you know, zero Fs to be given. So I think that's uh, pretty funny. Another trailer that dropped was the Shang-Chi trailer. If you haven't checked that out, please go check it out. So I'm a huge fan of Shang-Chi. I love martial arts movies. I love superhero movies. And this is combining those two. So I think Disney has a huge opportunity to make this epic. And so I'm pretty excited for that to to happen. I'm personally going to go watch that in the theaters. There's a chance that I'll watch it more than one time as well. So... All my peeps that are listening, shout out to Eileen, my movie watcher, goer, Angie, Brian. Let's go watch this movie together, y'all. Brad ba- uh, Brad B. I almost said your full name. Oh, F it. Brad Basker. Uh, let's go ahead and watch this movie together. So let's move forward here, guys. We are coming to the end of what we're talking about. Right before we jump into our final DC, or our final Marvel thing, our final Spider-Man talk, we are going to talk about a little rumor that we heard uh, that Disney is planning on buying Sony. So they want Spider-Man. They want those rights. So that would be wild. Uh, yeah, that's just a rumor. It was an article on, I forgot, we got this covered maybe. But yeah, something that I saw that I think is crazy. So, oh, oh, before we get to, to Marvel here, final thing, Devil May Cry just celebrated their 20th anniversary on August 23rd, which I think is absolutely awesome. I loved this game growing up. I can't wait to see the anime on Netflix. I think this could be an awesome live action show and they could totally crush it. It wouldn't be too, too expensive to do as long as you have guns, knives, and uh, some good prosthetics. I think you'd be good to go. So I personally think they could totally do a Devil May Cry show and the people will respond well to it. All right, finally, guys, let's get to it. Yesterday, we finally, actually, no, 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 before we get into that, about two, three days ago, we had a trailer leak for Spider-Man No Way Home, but it was basically somebody watching it on their phone, super grainy, super poor quality, but it got the people hyped, and Sony, sure enough, went ahead, or Disney, whoever it was, went ahead and made sure that that was taken off. They scrubbed the internet. They went on hot alert, and so I don't know if they were playing, if that was number one planned a planned leak number two if it really wasn't and they scrubbed the internet and number three because of it that they had to pivot and release the trailer but may i say that the trailer looks effing epic it's everything that we have been wanting it's everything that we have been speculating with the exception of miles not being in there obviously i still am 100% Team Miles is going to show up as an Easter egg in that movie, if not a higher role. You just can't do a multiverse without Miles. That's a cash cow for them. Why would they not sit on that? A half black, half Puerto Rican, Hispanic character? Come on, kid. That's just 
That's just an easy fucking layup for them. There's no way that they won't do that. So that's it, guys. Tell me what you thought about that Spider-Man No Way Home trailer. We've posted some memes on it. We've posted some pictures on it. So very, very awesome stuff. Careful what you wish for, Parker. Ah, what a what a what a chilling hair-raising little line they gave us there. So lots of stuff that's happening in the nerd universe, guys. As always, please head over to Apple Podcasts, drop that five-star, tell your friends, family, and coworkers about us. We love doing this. We love bringing you the, the facts, the details, the reviews, the nostalgia, baby. So please head over to Apple Podcasts, drop that five-star, tell your friends, family, and coworkers about us. We are also on Instagram, nerd.nostalgia. That's our main form of social media. You can also find us in a private group on Facebook called Nerd Nostalgia Nation. You also have TikTok and Twitter where we post stuff every once in a while. But yeah, head over to IG, nerd.nostalgia. Tell us what you think. Thank you so much for joining me today. We'll catch you on the next episode. And remember, stay nerdy, my friends.